0: Hello, let's do this again. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Gatewatchcast. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. And, well, today we are not in (laughs) Alexandria. We are in my home studio. And, well, let's not dilly-dally and let's hop right into it. So today I would like to talk to you guys about the recent Zendikar Rising Commander decks. Uh, there's two decks. One is called Lands Ref. Let me just pop up the video or the image for you guys. And Lensref Ref is a Lands Matter Naya deck. And uh, the idea for this deck is to play a lot of land trigger, a lot of landfall ability and use the Commander uh, Obun. Muldaya ancestor. So, taking a look, see at Obun. Uh, let's see if I can get him out. Oh no! Ah yes, sorry. Anyway. Um, wow, that is so small. Give a second, folks. If I'm not mistaken, this is the one. Yes, okay. Anyway, um, Obun Muldaya ancestor is one and Naya, legendary creature, spirit for a tree tree. At the beginning of combat on your turn, up to one target land you control becomes an XX elemental creature with trample and haste until end of turn where X is Obun's power uh, Obun's power uh, it is still a land. Second ability is landfall whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. So the idea for this deck is to play your is to use your land as creatures and to use the landfall effect to put plus one plus one counters on any creature so the idea is to play land put a plus one plus one counter on Obun and your land will become a well xx elemental creature uh, where x is Obun's power so if it is a 4-4 your land will become a 4-4 and the idea for this deck is really smart I do like this deck and the way that it runs it is so good Uh, you want to play a lot of land effects, like any fetches. You don't have to go for expensive fetch, you can just go for uh, cheap fetch, like Evolving wilds. Play Evolving wilds. that's 1. Tap it, fetch for a basic land, and that's 2. So already your Obun will be a 5-5. Five five. And, well, your lands will become a 5-5 five five with Haze and Trample. So that is a really cool effect for Obun. Uh, Another few things are some of the landfall effects for the deck, and there are a lot in here. Not much, but still, it is a good pre-con to have. And the other is Sneak Attack. And Sneak Attack is, well, a demir Commander deck. And the idea for this one is to swing in for Sneak Attack damage. Uh, not resisting attack, but swing in for unblockable damage. So uh, let me read you what Uno One the Ruin Thief is. So Uno One the Ruin Thief is a 2 and Demir, legendary creature Rogue Vampire, for a 2 and 4. Other rogues you control get plus 1 plus 1. Whenever one or more rogues you control deal combat damage to a player, that player mills a card from each one damage dealt to them. If the player mills at least one creature card this way, you draw a card. To mill a card, a player puts the top card of their library into their grave. So anyway, um, this one is also a fun uh, mechanic too, and uh, how do I put this? This is mostly getting your creatures into, well put in some damage. The idea for this one is just to get a lot of unblockable creatures like some of your rogues like um it's a rogue matters deck uh, rogue matters so you want to get a lot of rogues in that are unblockable to hit in and mill your opponent. And since Uno One here gives a plus one plus one so any of your tiny rogues will get a plus two plus two. I'm not 100% sure how I would play this personally, but whatever they give in this deck is pretty good. If I were to build this deck, I would probably put in some cards that allow in to go huge. Um, maybe some rogue's passage and find a rogue that can swing in for a lot of damage. You, you want to mill a lot of opponents, and draw those cards, and I've played with this deck, and I really really enjoy the gameplay for this one. Both of the pre-cons that came out of Zendika Rising are good, and I believe they are worth the money in terms of gameplay, uh, in terms of value for cards, there are a few that are really cool. Uh, I I've got no idea what they are, but I have a few favourites, I have a few favourites. <clears throat> But anywho, um, let's get right into it, yes? So, anywho, here we go. So, we start off the game with, well, (laughs) uh, let me speed things up for you guys. So, we start off the game with a Naya's Panorama, and I play a Mirror Landscape. Then we move on to swamp and so on. So uh the start of the game is pretty slow and whatnot and you can clearly tell that we're trying to buy for time, trying to search for our lands and whatnot. Um as precons, this is pretty this is an okay start. This is an okay start for precons. Um if I were to modify the deck I would probably put in a lot of mana rocks for the Demir deck. Because well, as you can see later on in the game the naya deck will have that advantage of putting lands way ahead of time and that's going to matter in the long run so anyway uh wilson just played uh fertilite fertilite is um uh, a two in green creature elemental for a zero zero fertilite enters the battlefield with two plus one plus one sorry yes two plus one plus one control on it and it has this ability. 1 and green, remove a plus and plus encounter from Ferdiland. Target player, search their library for a basic land card, put into the battlefield, tap then shuffle your library. So, Ferdiland and Obun works well together. They have this synergistic combo where you can infinitely look for basic lands and put them into, well, your field. And since Obun says you can put 1 uh, what call this? one uh, plus one plus one counter on a creature, well, if you do it on Fertilite, he will always keep those counters on him. But anyhow, let's move on. So this, uh, the start of the game like I mentioned before is a bit slow, but you can clearly tell that we are going to, well, pick up speed and have a lot of fun soon. I'm going to skip a few things here. So next up will be, together forever. Together forever is one of those cool cards that uh, when together forever enters the battlefield, uh, support two, put a plus one plus one counter on each creature up to two targets, and it says pay one target creature with a plus uh, with a counter on it. Uh, when that creature dies, this turn return that card to the bat, um to its owner's hand. So this is kind of a safety net. And this is cool, uh, especially for uh, protecting your lands. Uh, no, no, not protecting your lands, but um, to protect Boon or any creature that has a plus one, plus one counter on it. So I just cracked my Myriad landscape to search out two swamps, and well, I think here is where I am going to, well, <laughs> play a monster or a creature, and it's not it's nothing big, but you can clearly tell that this is the idea for the deck. So I played a uh, Invisible Stalker. So this is what I mentioned before, that okay, we need to have creatures that uh, have unblockables and make them rogue, or have them be rogues, so this is going to be a slow start, but I yeah, but the gameplay is going to be really cool. So anyway, I'm going to skip a bit. <clears throat> so, Wilson here just played his commander, and, well, Obun is going to... <laughs> this is going to be fun. Like, take a look, see at what Obun is going to do. And this is one of those things where if you're in a multiplayer game, it's not going to be that impactful, but if you're in a one-on-one, Obun is going to wreck house. Uh, one of the few things that I think you should put in an Obun deck is the Artifact Land, um, Darksteel Citadel. That is a land uh, that produces generic mana, but it has Indestructible. And that is going to protect your... Well, that's going to be your beater. Uh, if you don't have... or. Sorry, if your land is indestructible, nothing's going to get through it, and well, you have at least some kind of protection to swing in. And Wilson just swing me for three with his planes. So it's my turn to pull out my commander, uh, Anoa, the ruined thief. So the idea for this one is pretty cool. So whenever a rogue hits or whenever a rogue deals damage to a player, uh it the effected player will mill cards out of their deck. Uh since invisible invisible stalker is two, so Wilson will mill two. And since he mill a creature I get to draw a card. So You can just imagine how great this is if we are going to be in a multiplayer game and we have a lot of opponents. And since all my creatures are unblockable, that is going to be awesome where I can just swing in for damage and just, you know, have a lot of good interactions. So, on Wilson's side, he's just building up land. Like, you can clearly tell that, okay, this is how much he has And that is just insane. Like he has what? Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lands already. And thanks to Fritz, he just well keep collecting more and more lands. And because of the landfall trigger from Obun, he will just keep getting a plus one plus one counter on it. And Wilson just plays Secretus Root. (laughs) And any card that have this kind of effect that allows you to uh, search for more lands going to be a powerhouse in this deck and since green is well known for those kind of effects well you can clearly tell that okay circuit comes in pay four and you put two lands onto the battlefield tap uh, circuit allows you to look for two basic lands or two gates and in this case Wilson picks gate so he can color fix his weight and well, This triggers Obun, and Obun puts a plus one plus one counter on target creature, and Wilson decides to put the two uh, counters onto Obun himself. The reason why is because he would like to swing for big damage, because Obun is already at three, and with him having 3 plus 1 plus 1 counters on them, he will swing for 6. So that means he already have a 6-6 six, six beater, and I don't have a blocker for this. I could block with my commander, but remember, uh, the land has trample. So, that's not good for me. So what... If I were to play against this deck, I would put in a lot of spot removals, like single target removals that are... Uh, creature base like destroy target creature and so on or just use things like um uh how the purse just just use blockers that have death touch because uh the land is still a creature so doing so will make Wilson lose lands so those are the downside of the well the the, uh, the game and so on. So I play Distant Melody. So this is kind of a what call this desperation move because distant, mel- uh, distant Melody in this game right now doesn't really help me. So it is a 4, uh, 3 and 1 blue sorcery card and it says choose a creature type, draw a card for each permanent you control of that type. So I have 2 rogues and I just spent 4 for 2. Initially, it is not a good move, but I needed that answer to get some bodies on the board. Wilson here has a really perfect start; like his board set or uh, board state is perfect right now. Like I can't do anything about this. If I were to try and get rid of something, I would probably get rid of the fidelity and also Obun and. Yeah, clearly right now, I can't do anything. So I am at, what, eight hands right now, and I need to discard. So Wilson just activated Ferdilit, comes in with a land, triggers it, and gives the plus one, plus one counter to Ferdilit. So you can see here, this is an endless loop where he can just have it going and going. Like... This deck in terms of um land ramp is okay. Um how do how would I deal with this deck? Well one of the few things that you could do is play Armageddon to destroy all lands, but that is a that's just how a note like I wouldn't say I won't recommend doing it. It is a good answer to deal with this kind of decks where land matters. But, you know, it's one of those things where you pick your battles. So, Wilson just played Spore Mount and it is a 3 and 2 creature fungus where whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, put a 1-1 green subrolling creature token onto the battlefield. It doesn't have landfall but it still has the same ability as landfall. So, what (laughs) you can clearly tell that, okay, this deck wants to play lands, wants to get them onto the battlefield and wants them to get benefits. Uh, one of the few things that I always say, what's the best thing in magic? Drawing. The other is playing lands. So, every time you play your lands, you get a bonus. Uh, Ferdiland will, well, Ferdiland doesn't do nothing much, but, um, Spore Mount will get you a Spore Token, um, Obun will get you a plus one plus on count on the creature, and so on. So you can clearly tell that this deck is going to be awesome. Um, I think, or I guess you could play with Avenger of Zendikar in this deck to get your uh, plant tokens to become uh, big because every time you play a land, you get a plus one plus one counter on those plant tokens. And you can clearly tell if um, Wilson would play Avenger of Zendikar now, he will get a lot of plant tokens. And if those plant tokens has haste, and he plays play late, you you get the idea. This deck is so much fun. And I am getting a trashing on this. Maybe I didn't shuffle right, maybe I didn't get a good draw, but this deck is a lot of fun. Anywho, let's speed up the game a bit. Sorry about that. So... <laughs> If you would like to buy your commander sets, why not visit your local LGS? If you're in the Jeho'baru area, why not visit Alexandra Bookstore? Anyway, I just cast Consuming Aberration. So, Consuming Aberration in this deck is just awesome. Sorry, I have to pause the video because I need to explain how awesome this card is. So anyway, uh, Consuming Aberration is a 3 and dimir, Creature Horror with Star and Star. Consuming aberration's power and toughness are equal to the number of cards in your opponent's grave. So if you have three opponents, or yeah, if you have three opponents and if they have five cards in their grave, uh consuming aberrations power is going to be fifteen. Fifteen. And that is awesome. Anyway, um Consuming Aberration has a second ability. Uh, whenever you cast a spell, each opponent reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a land card. Then put those cards onto into their graveyard. So not only that you're going to mill for the rogues attacking, this guy will just beat down people. One of the few things that this thing is going to be weak is that he doesn't have Hexproof. He doesn't have Indestructible. He is kind of a squishy monster. Big squishy monster, by the way. But whenever you cast a spell, so that's the fun part. If you cast low CMC spells, or if you manage to do an infinite uh, with... Uh, how do I put this? Uh, if you manage to do an infinite with uh, things coming into play, I think the Mean I got combo... Uh, Midnight Guard is a white creature, and Retraction Helix is an instant that targets creature. You can tap it to bounce some, bounce a creature back to their hand. And you play this with Omnitopter. So, you cast Omnitopter, you tap the Midnight Guard, and you bounce Omnitopter. Uh, you play Omnitopter, you untap the Midnight Guard, and continue this Pattern until, well, um, Consuming Aberration deletes all of your opponent's grave. So anyway, um, I tried to do something with this, but I think you can clearly tell that it's a little bit too late. I'm at 20 and Wilson is at 38. I just only dealt him 2 damage, and the way that the board state is going, I am not going to do anything. I am not going to do any damage here. But I'm just putting bodies on so I can at least have blockers. The next card I play is Zulopot Cutthroat. And Zulopot Cutthroat is a really awesome card. Um, it's whenever Zulopot Cutthroat or another creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. And it is a rogue. And well, this helps you with the I need to swing in and deal damage kind of thing. And since, uh, I know a Gives a plus one, plus one. Your Zulu Park is a 2-2. Two, two. Other than that, there's nothing much I can do here. Like, yes, I'm just going to swing in just to look for answers. So, Wilson takes two, Mills two. And there's a creature, and I get to draw a card. This is okay. And my Aberration gets another... Well, becomes a eleven eleven. Oh, by the way... um. Aberration is not, uh, does not have a plus one plus one. It is a 11, 11 according to how many cards are in the opponent's grave. So, things like, how would I put this? Um, if you would have, if you were to exile all cards in opponent's grave with a, whatchamacallit, um, I've the newer one, uh, Aberration would perish because his power level and his power and toughness will go to 0. So yeah, by this point, the game is already set and match, and you can clearly tell that I am going to lose, but uh, let's speed up a bit. So Wilson taps and taps 3 to cast out an Abzan Falconer, and Abzan Falconer is Really cool in this deck. So, uh, Azampharaclan is a 2 and a white. And it is a creature human soldier for a 2-3. It has outlast. Pay a white. And tap. Put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on this creature. Each creature you control with a plus 1 plus 1 counter on it has flying. And this already screws me up. I was ready to block and I was ready to jump block because um his what his Anwar is there I, I can jump block the Anwar, I can jump block these spores and the spawn and also if Federic wants to go in so with this I'm a bit miff and I'm in a very bad spot but still I can block I can block no problem like I can just jump block the uh, what you call this spawn mount and so on and maybe the land yes the land is was the land was the other problem but um wilson here plays something smart he plays a really interesting card that I don't think we uh use that much I'm not gonna spoil it but let's just wait and see so anyway uh Wilson declares attack and his forest is a uh, Was it three seven seven and that's scary? Swings in. No, not yet. Okay, uh, still thinking, sir. Uh, Wilson, all right. Okay, let's pick it up. Okay, now he's counting. And when, whenever you count, it is never good. It is never good. So, anyway, he's going to swing in, uh, swing in huge, and he plays Naya Charm. So, Naya Charm is Naya, and, an it's instant, and it's choose one. Naya Charm deals three damage to target creature, return target creature, sorry, return target card from a grave to a donor's hand, tap all target, uh, sorry, tap all creature target player controls, and with that, I goes down to zero, and I'm done. And yes, if I, if I was not blocked, I could have somehow managed to at least eke in a little bit of gameplay, but nah, this this really did me in. And looking at the gameplay, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoy both of them. And if I were to pick one of them, I would go for the Demir. Um I know the Demir deck didn't really perform but There's another video where Wilson played it and it was good. So, what can I say about both decks? Um, From my experience playing with them, if you want a lot of interactions, or if you want to do, if you want to feel like you're doing something, go for the Naya deck. The Naya deck allows you to do stuff on your turn and play things that have value. You play a land, and if Obun is out, you get a one. Uh, you get the plus one plus one counter on counter it, and then you can swing every turn. So that makes you feel like you're doing something. And if you have stuff like um, Nissa that turns your cre- sorry that turns your land into creatures, like those kind of cards, really work well with Obun. And if you want to play in, or if you want to play hard swinging and sneaky and stuff or having mail tactics, uh Anwar works well. Anoa's game plan is to mail out opponents and if you can get a few drops in, have Anua on, you you're gonna mail opponents out. And that is the fun part of this deck. Uh I am gonna try and play with the deck unmodded just to get a feel for them and see what are the pros and cons, but from my brief play with them, I can already tell that both of them are great. The R&D, Wizards R&D did a really good job for both decks, and I enjoy playing both of them. And in an environment where you're playing one-on-one, you can clearly tell that Anoa is going to be the better choice here, because Um, Obun has a disadvantage of milling out and there are a few cards inside there that allows you to play lands from the grave but they're not much and they're too risky because if you don't have that in hand and it mills out, you're kind of screwed. And in terms of powerhouse, Obun is the one for you. But anywho, those are my thoughts for both decks, and well, like I mentioned before, if you would like to get them, go to your local LGS. If you're in the Jehovah Baru area, uh, head down to Alexandria Bookstore. Links will be in the, um, links below in the YouTube, in the, um, show more. And yeah, go, go check them out and go get them. Uh, they're not that expensive. Um, I think both decks will cost you about a hundred and I'm gonna spitball here and just say 170 ringgit for both, probably. I'm hundred percent sure. And they're fun. They're they're fun. Uh, maybe not that much. Maybe maybe what? Let me see. Because when I got it, I got it for pre-order, and the pre-order price is a bit cheaper. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, when I got it for pre-order, it was about 116. And well, your mileage may vary. Maybe you'll get it around 120 or 125 because, well, you didn't pre-order and whatnot, sorry about that. But still, it is a fun deck. They are good for beginners. I would say that if you want to have a lot of fun and not do a lot of modifying... Uh go for the Naya deck because Naya allows you to get more lands in and with more lands you can have more plays. So yes, those those are my final thoughts. But anyhow, um combo of the day. I, I think I mentioned the Midnight Guard and uh Restraction Helix combo. Um let me see if I can pull it out. I'm so strange. I, I, yes, I have it here. (laughs) So, yay. So, the Midnight Guard, Retraction Helix combo, and also a zero cost creature, the Omnitopter. So, like I mentioned before, uh, Midnight Guard is a 2 and 1 human soldier for a 2-3. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, untap Midnight Guard. So that's on its own it does nothing but you want to combo it off with drag with retraction helix. Uh retraction helix is a one blue for an instant until end of turn target creature gets tap. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Oh that's good. And you combo it off with Omnitopter. So Omnitopter is a zero cost artifact creature, Topter for a zero two, it has flying. And that's about it. So you combo this off with the... Um, what creature did I say again? Um, the Yes, Consuming Aberration. So Consuming Aberration says whenever you cast a spell, each opponent reveals card from the top of their library until they reveal a land card and put those cards into their grave. And this allows uh, Aberration to gain more power and you don't really need to play with Aberration. You could play with uh, Foforos, the god from Born of the Gods, or the Terrace Block. Or you could play with Impact Tremor. Uh, both of them have the ability of, whenever a creature enters the battlefield, uh, deal damage to each opponent uh, by... If it's Foforos, by 2. And if it's Impact Tremor, it's 1. So you can infinitely burn your opponent with that combo. Um another way you could do it is with um, if I'm not mistaken it is a uh, kinds of the care card Alt of the Brute yes Alt of the Brute is whenever a permanent enters the battlefield each opponent mills their library for one and if you do this with the Midnight Guard Impact uh, sorry Midnight Guard Researcher, Helix Combo and Omnitopter you will mill Everybody out. So yeah, um, it is a mean combo, um, but it's not that easy to get. Um, you have to remember that your creatures you have two, you 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 must get two of them, and also an instant. If you are playing in blue, probably I, I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, mystical tutor will allow you to look for an instant sorcery, put it on top of your library. Uh, for creatures, that is, you know, the story, especially the Midnight Guard. Like, if Omnitopter, you can just play one of the mages and you can get a one or lower CMC artifact and put it into your hand. Uh For the Midnight Guard, I got no idea how to get it except by drawing it out. If you're playing in black, there's tutors, so that's the way I guess. But anyway, um... That is the episode for this week. I hope you guys have a good day and well, thank you for watching. Uh, I've been rambling for a while now. Anyway, um catch us next week with another fun episode of the Get Watch Cast and I'll see you guys later.